Hello again, hockey fans. Are you ready to brave the wild with your buddy Paladino, Joey? It is Wednesday, June the 17th, 2009, and today we have episode number 20 of Brave the Wild, which of course is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you for downloading and listening as always. Thank you. Thank you very much. Today we're going to talk about Todd Richards. Todd Richards has been named the head coach of the Minnesota Wild. A lot of people expected this guy, the former Golden Gophers captain in the late 80s, Todd Richards, to be the head coach when Chuck Fletcher was named the general manager, or way back when they were talking about the uh, candidates for general manager, that Todd Richards would come with Chuck Fletcher, and that's basically what happened. So there you go. There, well, that is the main topic today. We're also going to get a little bit into Andrew Brunette in the third segment. A little bit of Andrew Brunette who's rehabbing in the dungeon, as the Star Tribune calls it, and as Andrew Brunette calls it. So uh, that's, of course, rehabbing from a torn ACL and the surgery he had immediately after the season. Played with a partially torn ACL, as mentioned in previous episodes of Brave the Wild. But... Uh, as mentioned, Brave the Wild available on thesportstuff.com. You're, don't just watch sports, get involved. We would like you to do that. Please do sign up for the message boards on thesportstuff.com. There's a button in the upper right-hand corner that says TSS Boards. Simply click on that, and you'll be prompted to sign up. It is 100% free and 100% fun, and we could use a lot more Minnesotans on thesportstuff.com as it is a international website worldwide. We need more Minnesotans on there because there's just so many different podcasts on there, so many different topics. Um, the more Minnesotans, the merrier. That would be terrific. So please do sign up. All right. Also, Brave the Wild. There is a link to Brave the Wild on minnesota.nhlfansite.com, minnesota.nhlfansite.com. Uh, the website was down for about two weeks because of some strange hacker got to the website, but apparently Chris has fixed the problem, and and minnesota.nhlfansite.com is back up and running. That is good news. Thanks again, Chris, for having Brave the Wild, or at least a link to Brave the Wild, on your webpage and the RSS feed. Thank you. Thank you very much. You are terrific. Great to have you networked with me. All right. So with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we will get into Todd Richards right after this. Here on thesportstuff.com, get on board the Viking ship with Purple Mafia. We will talk about the new Purple People Eaters and the best running back in the NFL, Adrian Peterson. This team is ready to make a move forward. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com along with iTunes and Mediafly. Simply download and listen to the most honest and passionate Vikings coverage. We are back here on Brave the Wild, episode number 20, which is a reminder for iPod users. Episode number 20, of course, a small milestone for Brave the Wild. So now we have we have 20 shows in the books, or we will have 20 shows in the books as soon as this is done. <laughs> um, do check out Purple Mafia, the big show, the big show you could call it, of my three shows, being the Minnesota Viking fan base is humongous. Uh, do check it out. Some Brett Favre talk, Antoine Winfield made a show just two days ago. Check it out. Definitely a fun bit to get into. 
All right, Todd Richards. It is the Todd Richards Show here on episode number 20. He was an assistant coach under Todd McClellan in San Jose for just one season, so he has only one year of NHL coaching experience. One year, um, seven years total of coaching experience in the minor leagues and that one year in the NHL. So, um, Kevin, excuse me, Kevin Fletcher. <laughs> Cliff Fletcher, I don't know what the heck's wrong with me. Cliff Fletcher came with the approach that uh, experience is not always the number one factor. It's about talent. It's about finding the right talent to coach this team, not just experience. So um, it's, it's almost like you just wish that the job market was like that, too, that other managers saw it that way. You know, a lot of us maybe would have better jobs out there. As Too many people are obsessed with experience only, and, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to find a uh the next gem coach out there or next gem employee, whatever it is, when you're just obsessed with somebody that's, oh, they've done this for 18 years, you know? No, nothing against anybody that's done that, but come on, you know, open the doors a little bit, people. And, uh, yeah, Cliff Fletcher may have found a gem here in Todd Richards, of course, as mentioned, the former gopher captain in the late 80s, Todd Richards. A little bit of confusion with all these similar names, Todd McClellan, Todd Richards, Cliff Fletcher. It gets kind of confusing sometimes, but I got it all together now. Uh, this is going to be a very interesting, very interesting new beginning for the Minnesota Wild, as Todd Richards does bring the more aggressive offensive approach rather than just kind of waiting for the game to come to us. We want to dictate the game. So, of course, Todd Richards, exactly what Cliff Fletcher was looking for and what Apparently, Craig Leopold was looking for when he hired Cliff Fletcher. So, there you go. Uh, Todd Richards constantly linked to Cliff Fletcher since day one, and uh, a lot of people saw this coming. All the way back to when Cliff Fletcher was first uh, named as a candidate for the general manager job, Todd Richards was pretty much the guy everybody thought he was going to hire, and it's like, boom, there it is. It's just the way it goes. <laughs> uh, Peter Laviolette. To me, I thought was a strong candidate for the head coaching position. Um, the knock on him is, is apparently he's the kind of coach where the players will listen to him for about two and a half years or so, and then for whatever reason, he'll, you know, he'll pretty much lose his players' ears, you know, within about two to three years, and uh, all of a sudden everything goes down the toilet. So that tends to happen a lot in hockey, I've noticed. I mean, that's why you seem to see coaches getting fired like so quickly in the NHL. It's like Sharks fire this coach, Penguins fire this guy, uh, Ottawa fires this guy. It's just like, my God, he they hired him two weeks ago. You know, it's like, what's going on? Or or just they just hired him six months ago. What the heck is going on? Uh, yeah, you, you need to get a coach that the players can play for. And uh, multiple people say that Todd Richards is exactly the kind of coach that the players will love to play for. They'll enjoy it. Um, also talked that Marion Gabrick would fit in perfectly with this new approach, a more open style of hockey. As Todd Richards actually mentioned, that when his club, the San Jose Sharks, went up 3 to nothing against the Minnesota Wild, that Jacques Lemaire had to open things up in order for the Wild to make their comeback, which they did make. One time they won, the other time they ended up losing by a goal. But in both cases, the Wild made a furious comeback because they opened things up. And Todd Richards, you know, some people might not really like that that uh, 
comment because Jacques Lemaire is pretty much, you know, I wouldn't say he's quite legend status as a uh, head coach, but he does have a championship. And um, lots of people would agree that the Minnesota Wild, with their roster last year, that Jacques Lemaire was the only coach that could have gotten them into the postseason last year. He was the only coach good enough to do that because of his approach, being the Minnesota Wild had no scoring, no scorers on their team, really. Uh, Koivu is not a prolific scorer. Uh, Gabrick was hurt the whole year. You know, Brunette's not a prolific scorer. Nolan, blah, 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 blah. You go up and down the roster forever in saying that. But, um, yeah, I mean, now the hope is that this team can finally get players that will fit this, this, you know, they can finally get some more scores now because we play a more aggressive approach. We will play a more aggressive approach, making this hopefully a more attractive place for the free agents. Of course, Marion Hosa is a free, is a free agent, but the salary cap is small and will continue to get smaller. So that's another thing to worry about with this team. Of course, when you're looking for a score, they, they're not cheap. So that is another thing to consider. A lot of people believe Derek Bugard could be on his way out because he won't fit in Todd Richards' new approach. Um, other people also believe, though, that uh, James Shepard, guys like James Shepard and uh, Benoit Puglia could really benefit from this new approach could really benefit as they are basically offensive guys. I mean, they're not out there really as defensive players. It's all about offense, and we all remember James Shepard's statement earlier in the season saying that in a more offensive system, his numbers would be way better. Uh, that's obviously totally yet to be seen. James Shepard was my biggest disappointment of the year last year. So we'll see. We'll see if James Shepard can back up that type of talk. Uh, but, yeah, th- this is a definitely an intriguing an intriguing move indeed. Um, the other coaching candidate, Craig McTavish of Edmonton, that pretty much popped up for a second and went away. Uh, some people also believe that uh, an assistant on the Detroit Red Wings was available, maybe an assistant on Pittsburgh. Those basically blip, they were, they were blips on the radar for about a split second and disappeared. But uh, there it is. I mean, it was pretty much Todd Richards all the way. It was just a matter. It was pretty much between Richards and LaViolette. And, of course, Richards was the guy in the end. So now that's pretty much how things go here, as uh, Richards very excited to be a part of the Minnesota Wild. This is pretty much a lifelong dream to be a part of Minnesota hockey, especially in the NHL. He couldn't make it as a player really much. He played just eight games. But now he is a head coach in the NHL. As his comment is, I am truly, truly excited and honored, very humbled. There's only 30 of these positions in the world to be selected, to be chosen, to come in and be the second coach in Wild history. I'm very humbled by that because I know there are lots of other candidates that are qualified out there as well. It's great to be back in the state of hockey for a couple of reasons. I get to spend more time with fam- with friends and family. As you know, I grew up here. There is a chance to be closer to them. And second, it's great to be a part of a great tradition, a great hockey organization in the Minnesota Wild, and to work with character, quality, passionate people. I know what hockey means to the people here in Minnesota, the fans I know coming in as an opponent, the opposition. I know what kind of atmosphere was in the rink and know what it was like growing up. So that is the deal. 
with Todd Richards. Definitely an exciting day for him. As uh, a lot of people might think this was a homer move, but no, it couldn't have been. He was just associated with Cliff Fletcher. That's pretty much how it goes. The funny part is, as I slide quickly, just really briefly to the draft, is that you might have another Golden Gopher on the way to Minnesota. The, the first-round pick for the Minnesota Wild at number 12 could end up being Jordan Schrader of the Minnesota Gophers. Um, yeah, it's virtually every mock draft shows Jordan Schrader coming to the Minnesota Wild, so there you go. You could have two Gophers on the way to be uh, parts of the future here in Minnesota. So kind of cool, kind of cool how it works. You know, the best player available, best coach available. There you go. Not as much homeristic as it might look <laughs> overall, but... Um, he asked a quick question. I mean, a question was asked of uh, Richards in the press conference. Did other coaches influence you and your style? Richards responds, absolutely. I think as a player, you look back at your career, and I was able to take some good things from coaches I played for. But you also take some bad things, and I think you store it away, and if you want to be a coach someday, you'd like to treat players this way and not so much that way. But as far as once I got into coaching, one player has impa- impacted me more than any other, and that is Claude Noel, who is now with Columbus. I spent three years with him in Milwaukee, of course, the Milwaukee Admirals, and he was a great mentor. So there you go on that front. Also, real quick, Todd Richards played for Doug Woog back in the late 80s when he was on the Golden Gophers. And he chimes in on Doug Woog when asked about him. And he says, obviously, Doug Woog had a big influence on my life. At that age in life, a lot of things influence you. He was obviously a great coach, somebody I looked up to and respect. So there's a quote there. Doug Woog interviewed on Yahoo Sports a a couple days ago when Richards was mentioned as the guy. So now we're going to take a quick break, and we'll get into Andrew Brunette right after this. Here on the sportstuff.com, we're bursting in blue with Timberwolves Explosion. Timberwolves fans, your show has arrived at last as we bring in a new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Mike Miller. We're available on the sportstuff.com and also available on iTunes. Download and listen to in-depth and detailed coverage of your favorite team. Show your true blue and join this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. And we are back here on Brave the Wild, episode number 20. A reminder for iPod users, check out Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves podcast, available on thesportstuff.com and iTunes, and also on timberwolvespress.com. All right, well, real quick before I get into the Andrew Brunette uh, rehab, I also mentioned that uh, Tom Lynn is on his way out as general manager, excuse me, assistant general manager of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, There was some confusion that uh, Tom Lynn believed that Chuck Fletcher was going to keep him on. Apparently not. uh, The perception is that Fletcher eventually will bring in pretty much all of his people and that there will be more changes on the way. So that also of note, Tom Lynn no longer general manager, assistant general manager of the Minnesota Wild. I don't know how many times I need to say that wrong before I get it right, but uh, Andrew Brunette, Michael Russo, Star Tribune, 
Recovering from knee surgery stinks, but Andrew Brunette is pushing himself hard with the help of team taskmaster Kirk Olsen. Hours after being at the rink, you can bet Andrew Brunette still can hear Kirk Olsen's sergeant-like voice reverberating through his head. It's the wild strength and conditioning coach taskmaster. So now there's taskmasters. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's so many different positions in these sports teams these days. It's unbelievable. What's next? The chess master? So a guy who can make people good at chess? You know? <laughs> this is just getting crazy. All right. I, I had to make a comment about that. It's just getting weird. But, uh yeah. Olsen doesn't mess around as he holds a stopwatch and screams instructions like, Showtime! Move it! Move it! Move it! Push, 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 push! 30 seconds! Drop the hammer! Showtime? What is this, the 80s Lakers? It's showtime. All right, anyhow. Um, <laughs> anything to motivate you, Brunette said, laughing, as the Wild's third leading scorer of all time works ceaselessly toward recovering from reconstructive knee surgery. You're fortunate to have a guy like that pushing you, sometimes on your own. You don't quite push as hard, especially in June. They're long days, though. And, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That is kind of... That's good to have somebody at least pushing them around a little bit so you don't get bored to death basically all day. Kind of, I mean, I can only imagine coming back from a knee injury. It wouldn't be too motivating, especially in June, as Brunette said. But, um, yeah, after playing the entire half on a torn right ACL, Brunette had surgery seven weeks ago. It's a four- to six-month recovery with exhaustive rehab, exhaustive rehab on a daily basis. He works out 30 minutes on his own, then 60 to 75 minutes with Olsen before being treated by medical trainer Don Fuller for more than an hour. Man, Brunette's quote, it makes you realize the attention Curtis Foster had more than a year, said Brunette, referring to his teammate who underwent. Yeah, I mean, the guy had a broken femur, and that Brunette's only been going through it for seven weeks. That's not nearly as much, but yeah, Brunette again continues, it's not fun. You're every day in here. You're like in a dungeon. You don't know what's going on outside. Driving in, it's 75 degrees and sunny. You just want to go hit golf balls or fish. And you have to come in here instead. There's certain days, I'm not going to lie, where it's like, this stinks, but I've got to give. But I've got a lot to give, and I'm very motivated because I still feel like I've got a lot of hockey left. And uh, I agree with Andrew Brunette that... Um, he does have a lot of hockey left, despite the fact he turns 36 in August. That is the unfortunate part. But, uh well, that's basically what Andrew Brunette is going through right now. It's just a long, long battle back from injury. He's seven weeks into a 46-month deal. So he's about, uh, he's almost two months in. So he's about a third of the way through. So we all wishing Andrew Brunette the best. He should be back by training camp. Might be a little gimpy still, but by then he should at least be able to to play again, or at least able to skate again with the team, practice with the team. He's certainly not going to have any problem making the team, that's for sure, <laughs> making the roster. I don't think Andrew Burnett will have a problem with that, unless it's just a super injury, but... Um, Good to hear Brunette still as motivated as ever, despite the fact he's 36. Uh, this guy, obviously, has been one of the toughest people of all time for the Minnesota Wild, if not the toughest, as he missed two games last year, and for the first time in five years, he missed any time at all. Um, you just got to love Andrew Brunette. Uh, Olsen's comment here, Bruno's phenomenal. We've always had a blast. 
He'll throw out an F-bomb every once in a while, but you know, it's kind of a compliment to me when he does that because it means you're pushing him. He's working, and he's feeling it. We have fun. And, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised anybody would be throwing an F-bomb when they're coming back from a knee surgery, so a major knee surgery like that. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how things stand right now with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Brunette obviously going to have to go through a significant change in play as Brunette was pretty much perfect for Jacques Lemaire's system. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how things turn out with guys like Brunette and uh, Owen Nolan. I wouldn't be surprised if Stefan Veo is on his way out. Derek Bugard most likely on his way out. That's pretty much all you hear is that he's out. Uh, Pouliot, well, he better step up. This is the time to step up immediately. Uh, people also say Skula could be on his way out. Um, guys like Zidlicky could really benefit. Guys like Brent Burns and Merrick Zidlicky could really benefit from Richard's new system. And um, it's all just a, it's all just a matter of seeing it. You know, it's all a matter of actions, speaking louder than words, and that's pretty much where things are going to stand right now with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, that's pretty much all I have to say for today. So I thank each and every one of you always for listening to this show. We'll have more to talk about in the not-too-distant future with the draft coming up. Try to do as much research as I can before and after the draft. Hopefully Jordan Strader will be on his way here. I think that would be really, really cool as uh, he, again, will fit this system perfectly. He's an offensive-minded player. The Wild need as many of those that can come out of their ears at this point in time because there is nothing in Houston. The cupboards are bare, as I will say, until I'm blue in the face, until something changes, thanks to Doug Risebrow. So <laughs> thanks again for listening. Enjoy the Minnesota vibe that is starting to take over the Minnesota Wild. So it's not as much Montreal Canadiens now. It's the Minnesota Gophers. We'll see what happens to that. We'll talk to you in about a week or so. So until then, take care. (laughs) 